Welcome to the Healing Place podcast, a space filled with inspirational stories of hope, along with practical advice for your healing journey. Your host is Terry Welbrock, trauma warrior, writer, speaker, blogger, therapy dog handler, and founder of the Sammy's Bundles of Hope Project. As a survivor and a thriver, Terry's mission is to shine the light of hope into the world by interviewing insightful guests from across the globe. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and so incredibly excited. And I totally forgot to ask how you say your last name. <laughs> so, hi, Laura. So nice. Hello, Terry. I am thrilled to be here. <laughs> so, how do you say your last name? <laughs> nice and easy. Brandeo. Brandeo. All right. Just like it's spelled. That's it. Nice All right. And simple. Wonderful. <laughs> so Laura is author, speaker, podcaster, mentor, and accomplished mortgage executive. And we are, I am so excited to have her here today because as so many of you know, this, this podcast focuses on trauma recovery. And I really try to put out that hope part of it and the work that Laura's doing. And uh, there's Sammy. She's saying, she's walking across the room. Good morning, Just Sammy. said Sammy might, you know, make an appearance. Um, yeah, so so there's just so much wonderful work you're doing, but the Say Yes Every Day, the podcast that you have, which is Positively Charged Biz, Thrive Thursdays, I mean, just so much to talk about. So welcome. Well, thank you so much. I am honored to be here, and this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes, for sure. Yes. So yeah, so tell people what it is you do and who you are. Well, okay, where do I start? Where do I begin here? So as you said, Terry, yes, I do lots of different things, but my primary focus, my job is I am a mortgage executive. I started in the mortgage industry when I was a very young lady because my husband and I, high school sweethearts, we got married very young and we had a baby right away. And at that time, we were not very, you know, planning out in those days. And so we decided I would stay home, my husband would work, but I got bored. And at that time, I decided, you know what, I need to do something in the evening, because I need to be home during the day. And I started cold calling mortgage people to lower their interest rates. Now, here I am, a 21-year-old girl loving being out of the house and speaking to people on the phone in a very, very difficult role. But yet, I truly felt that I had a mission in life of helping people to save money on their mortgages. Because at that time, it was a, it was a time when the interest rates dropped drastically. So I was able to help lots of people. Well, all of a sudden, I found my passion. I found something that I could make a difference in the world by helping people save money on the largest purchase of their entire lives. Well, very quickly after that, a few months only, I thought to myself, well, I want to own a house one day. I know I'm only 21 years old, but you know what? I have a family and I would love to learn how do I own a house? And so I went at four o'clock in the afternoon and I stood in front of the executive's office of that marketing company and I knocked on the door and he looked over and you have to understand this picture. 
This is in the 1990s, where this gentleman was probably in his mid-50s, and he's an executive. And he's seeing this 21-year-old girl standing in his doorway, like, who is this and why is she wasting my time? And I said, hey, I'm Laura Brandeo, and I work in the evening in your telemarketing center, and I would love to have a conversation. This man was shocked, just amazed at the, the gall that I had to actually stand there. And he's like, um, okay. And I said, I would like to own a home one day because I'm working on a mortgage campaign and it gave me this idea. What do I need to do to get more hours? I don't want an increase in pay. I just want the ability to earn more. And he sat there and said, Laura, how about you stay late and you run some reports for us? Well, that night I learned how to run the reports. I stayed till midnight, not just running the reports, I analyzed the reports. I then made copies of everything I did and slipped it under the doors of every executive in that company. Well, that next day, I was promoted. By the time I left that company, I ran the entire company. And I quickly then made my way into mortgage and continued to progress to now, I am the only woman partner and the president of a company that I actually started the division back in 2007. See, I learned very early on that no one can limit me but me. And there is nothing in this world I can't accomplish if I put my energy and my focus on it. And that is where Say Yes Every Day came from. Wow. Yes. I love it. Yes. It's that, yeah, it's that power of positive thinking in the, if it's just in so much more, I mean, just yes. in saying yes to, I read something from Dr. Wayne Dyer once that uh, was say yes to the universe. And it really yeah. is. I mean, the difference that it makes in our lives. So I had always said I wanted to live on Hilton Head Island and we moved here last year because I said yes to everything that was coming along in my life. So. And put it out there. Yes. Don't ever be afraid to put out your most crazy idea, you know, and, and actually, Terry, I agree with you that a few years ago, I live in New Jersey, and a few years ago, maybe about four years ago, I decided I no longer wanted to be here in the winter. I decided as I get older, I want to enjoy every day in the sunshine. So I came up with a way to spend the winter in Arizona. And I just returned on Saturday, actually, to New Jersey. <laughs> but I spent the entire winter in Arizona because I opened up an office out there. I have a house out there. And I decided that that was the life I wanted to live. Now, at the time when I came up with it, I had no idea how that would actually happen. But it did, just yeah. like it did for you. Yes. Yeah. And I was that person that when my memories pop up on Facebook, it'll be from five, six years ago, and it'll be a post of me sharing something from Hilton Head. I'm going to live here someday. I can't wait to be here. I can't wait to walk these beaches. And I just kept putting it out and putting it out. And my friends all said, oh my gosh, you made it happen. Yep. <laughs> and we actually all can make it happen. Yeah. But the biggest thing to remember with that is that it also can happen if you put out the bad things. So as much as it works for what you want to happen, if we constantly put out negative things, 
that also can come our way. So we have to be very mindful of that. Yes. Oh, so very true. It's, it's what we focus on is what comes to us. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Correct. So now if someone is, if someone's hurting and in pain and struggling, and do you have recommendations for that? So, you know, it's interesting, Terry, right before we started, I was speaking about how the biggest thing, the, the most important thing we always need to focus on is our mind. Because what we focus on, just like what you said, that is where our reality lies, right? So whether it's negative or whether it's positive, that will be our main focus and everything will line up with that. So we have to continue to feed ourselves with positive, okay? Whether it's, I will tell you my morning routine, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do, I literally have my AirPods next to my bed. I stick it in my ear. And the first thing I do is listen to positive affirmations. First thing, as I'm walking to the bathroom, I have this in my ear, listening to positive affirmations so that I know that as I start my day, I'm hearing things of you are loved. You know, I am loved. I am strong. I am powerful. I am successful. I am joyful. I am happy. And so one of the things I really recommend is he listening to those positive affirmations every single morning as you start your day. Because if I, in the past, I would reach for my phone. And the first thing I did was look at all the emails that came in from clients and employees and team members. And I would start my day already with a high level of stress worrying about, oh my goodness, something bad happened on a particular mortgage file, or someone is upset with us because of this, or looking at something on social media. The biggest investment we can make in ourselves is keeping our mindset in the proper place. So I definitely say start with a really great morning routine. And then if something negative happens or something comes about your day, Take that moment for some deep breathing and take that moment to just, you know, doesn't have to be for a long period of time, but take that moment to fulfill your brain again with some deep breathing and maybe even listen to that song that takes you to a good place or something that really puts you into a positive move forward. Yes. Well, I, I love that suggestion because it's so true. Just that. Just being right here in the now, that moment of taking a deep breath, bringing bringing that oxygen to the brain as needed. Yes. Um, yes. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about Thrive Thursday. What is that? Yes. Okay. So I, I love this story. So it's ironic that we're recording this actually at the one year mark of Thrive oh. Thursday. Yes, it's it's very ironic. <laughs> so let me tell you how it started. So here we were one year ago, we all know what the middle of March of 2020 was presenting to all of us. A lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of unknown. So I had a, a good friend of mine was, she works for a Silicon Valley tech company. She was a CEO and she called me and she was kind of having a panic attack. She was like, oh my goodness, Laura, what's going to happen? I don't know if my business is going to survive. My team 
never worked remote. We've always been together. I have very young people that work for me. I don't know how to get through this. Now, the reason why she called me was I'm kind of the Susie Sunshine of the world of everything is always okay in Laura's world because she looks at it in a positive way. So she thought I was going to say, don't worry, everything will be great. That's not what I said. I said, I have the same anxiety. I do not know what's going to happen to my business either. I'm very, very concerned. And I, I feel the same as you. And at that moment, she said, hey, Laura, I have an idea. How about if me, you, and one other person, we go on Facebook Live and we actually share how we're feeling, just open, honest. And so that week, the three of us jumped on the call. And we just spoke about kind of how we're adapting, what are we doing, how are we feeling? And then we got an idea. How about if every Thursday at six o'clock Eastern time, we actually go live, but the people that were on the show nominate the next week. So strangers, people we don't know. Now, Terry, for one year, every Thursday, I meet three people that I have no connection to. I've never met them before. And I bring them on live. And now we speak about how they've adapted to our new world. And what if I took out my magic wand right now and took us back to 2019? What did you learn in 2020 during the pandemic that you would not go back to the old way? So that's the first question. And then the second question that kind of ties to my book, Say Yes Every Day, I ask them what their superpower is. But here's where it's interesting. Okay, so 25 weeks into Thrive Thursday, I decide I want to change up the questions. So I'm in the middle of writing my book. So I think to myself, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I've got people that have no connection to me that I can ask them anything. So I'm going to ask them what their superpower is. Okay, Terry. So the first week, I've got these three strangers. And I say to them, okay, now tell me, what is your superpower or special gift to the world? You, <laughs> in that moment, there was a sense of horror that came on their face. <laughs> they literally were like, what do you mean? <laughs> I have no special power. I have no gift. I'm nothing. Like they, it was like I was interrogating them. Okay. And then I realized something. I realized that as humans, we struggle with saying that we're special. We struggle with sharing that we have a uniqueness about us. And so the next week, I changed it up. The next week, I said, Terry, I meet with them on Tuesday night, just as a pre-call. So that next Tuesday, I say, Terry, I have a homework assignment for you. I want you to go to someone that cares about you, your partner, your friend, your mom, your sister, whoever, right? And ask them what your superpower is. Now, Terry, do not debate them. Do not say, oh, no, 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 no. I don't have that. 
Don't debate them. Embrace it. And think about that superpower. And then on Thursday night, share it with us. Terry, something magical happened. All of a sudden, these people, when they arrived on Thursday, after hearing their husbands, their wives, their moms, their sisters and friends, tell them that they were the rock of the family, that they were the encouragers, they were the greatest listeners, they were so empathetic. They are lifelong learners that everyone goes to when they need help with something. These people beamed in a ray of light. And these people were proud of their superpowers. And then, Terry, I've stayed connected with all these people. These people now are taking these superpowers that they've always had. And they're now leaning into them, applying them to new businesses, applying them to existing things that they're doing, and they're shining their light. So, Terry, I got an idea. Last October, November, maybe November, I thought to myself, I'm going to give some of these people a gift. And I went to my publisher for my book, and I said, I would like to have a book where I spotlight 15 people from Thrive Thursday. And they can write about anything they want about their lives. But I want their stories to be shared with the world. And right now, we are in the process of writing that book. And the only thing I asked all of them for is to pass along another random act of kindness. Because I believe if we keep doing that, the world will continue to be a better place. That's so fantastic. I swear in my head, I thought to myself, gosh, she should write a book about this as you're <laughs> talking. <laughs> That's so amazing. I can't wait Is to read crazy? it. Is that crazy? Is that just, but it's, but Terry, it all started because a year ago we were all going through anxiety. Yeah. And we took that anxiety and turned it into something positive to where it doesn't end with me. It's now three people times 52 weeks that have now spread across the world to continue this ripple. And that's what we all have the power to do. Yes, absolutely. And I love it. When, when it hit in March of last year, I reached out to a bunch of previous podcast guests and said, hey, I think I want to do some Facebook lives. How weird is this? And would you be willing to come on and talk about hashtag pandemic self-care? And yeah. we did 36 shows and it was beautiful and amazing because we we did anywhere from 15 minutes to half hour yeah. talks, but it was just wonderful because these healers in the world and these authors and speakers and all these wonderful people came on just to talk about what, what can you do to take care of yourself during this? And yeah, I love it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so that it has absolutely been a ray of hope for me. See, what's what people think is, wow, Laura, you're giving so much to them. But what you don't realize is you're getting back just as much, if not more. So we all again, we all have a way in whatever methods that we utilize. We all have a way to make that impact. And we just need to think about 
how we can do that. Because even the smallest of things can make a dynamic and huge momentum impact. Sure. So now I know on Facebook Lives, they're stored in videos. Do you have them in a place where people can go and watch them and listen to them again? So thrivethursday.org is the website, and that's where all of the videos are stored. So all the different weeks, it, it originally started as Survive and Thrive. So the original name, because we were surviving, right, a year ago, and then at the 25-week mark in September, I was like, we're no longer surviving. We're thriving. And so I just changed it to Thrive Thursday. Wonderful. Oh, very cool. I love it. All right. So positively charged biz is that, again, that's not just in regards to business, but life. No, no. So here's an interesting story of how this started. And we're going to get to the say yes, but this ties into say yes. Okay. So here I am. Um, I was, I'm interviewed for mortgage things a lot of times because it's a very big deal, especially to be a woman and be a mortgage executive. It's not as common as it used to be, but I was one of the first that that were there. So I would get interviewed on different things for that topic. And I was on a mortgage podcast. Well, right after the podcast aired, I received a LinkedIn message from a woman in the industry saying, oh my goodness, Laura, I loved hearing your positivity. And I hear you have a second home in Arizona. I live in Arizona. Maybe one day we could meet. So remember, I say yes every day. So I responded back. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. I will be in Arizona in May in that particular year. So we met. We had we had dinner, right? And we're having this conversation. Wonderful lady. And maybe about an hour and a half in, I, I said to her, what do you want to do right now in your life? What do you want to do? And she's like, I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, why haven't you? She said, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I, I, I'm no, I don't have a concept. I'm not really sure. And I said, you know, it's funny. I actually bought the name Positively Charged Biz. I have a website. I have the name. I have it mapped out, but I haven't started the podcast. And she's like, well, what's holding you back? And I go, I guess I just was waiting for you. <laughs> and so... On July 21st of 2019, the two of us started Positively Charged Biz. Now, let me also explain two things as to why I did it. The reason why I was originally starting it before I met her was when you become an executive, and, and I'm only speaking for my industry, but in my industry, what happens a lot of times as you're rising through the ranks is everyone says yes to you right? You're the person telling people what to do. Everybody wants to hear your opinion. And I realized that that's not always a good thing. I realized that being a great listener and having other people give you insights is very valuable. So I decided that I wanted to interview people outside of the mortgage industry because that would make me a more rounded and fulfilled person. And it also required me to really listen because I didn't know anything about these people and I didn't know their industries. So I made it a point that I didn't have mortgage people on. 
I would go out and I would invite people that were like TED Talk speakers or people that wrote books and all different topics or people that started nonprofit organizations, people that positively affected the world by doing things to help other people absolutely just fell in love with it. I've met some of the greatest, greatest people. Now, a year ago, our partnership of the other woman, she actually got so overwhelmed, busy in a good way. She got so busy that I took over the podcast one year ago. So what now I'm doing it by myself, but it has been going on since July of 2019. And I just continue to be inspired by these amazing guests. Yes, I say amen and hallelujah because I'm right there with you. It's it's just such a gift. I it's it my is. soul work and I love it and yeah. So that's wonderful. And what a what a gift you're giving your audience and to to people uh, well a space for your guests to to shine their light. So, yeah. And I introduce them to the mortgage business because a lot of the people that follow me they're within the mortgage industry and they wouldn't have normally connected to those people. So I'm able to bring them into my world and vice versa. Right. So I'm able to put these, these people that would have never come together. I'm able to connect them. And that is true value. Yes. Well, and that's why I told you before we hit record, I was so excited about you being here today because um, we found each other through Podmatch, but I wouldn't have found you otherwise. Right. And so just what a just a, what a blessing. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. All right. So let's talk about say yes every day. Okay. So going back to people always say yes to you as you get to a certain level. All right. Well, someone said no to me. And that's actually where say yes came from. So I'll take you back to 2018. Now, you have to understand who I was, or yeah, probably was, I am using past tense, who I was leading up to that time. I was the person in the office at 5.30 in the morning. I didn't leave until I was the last person to close the door at the end of the day. And I busted my tail to build a top leading wholesale mortgage company. Okay. So never left the office. I didn't go to conferences. I didn't network. I was focused on my business and growing it to get to a certain level, always connected to my team. But in 2018, in the mortgage industry, something happened called margin compression. What that means is the price of the mortgage bonds, it compressed. So although you were closing loans, you were making less on each loan, which means you probably had to do double the production to stay in the same spot, okay? All right, so here I am, it's 2018, and I'm trying to figure out how do I double my business, right? And a new organization opened up, an association within our industry, and I was like, hmm, I need to become part of this association because again, I need to double my business, right? So how do I do this? So I reached out to this gentleman and he didn't respond. And then I Facebook messaged him and I LinkedIn messaged him and I called him and I emailed him and I kept following up. And finally, he's like, what do you want? I said, well, I want to be part of your association. And he's like, you know what? I'll come and meet you. And we met together and he's like, Laura, you have a lot of energy. You have a lot of passion about what you do. How about you come 
to my first event in Irvine, California, and you speak, You're, you moderate a panel for us. So immediately I said, yes, I'm doing this. But Terry, remember the story. I don't leave the office. I don't get on stages. I don't speak in front of groups of people. So although I said yes, as the weeks are getting closer, I'm getting more and more anxiety. I'm thinking, yeah, I, I said yes way too quick here. I think maybe I don't wanna do this. So I thought, I know what to do. I'm going to call one of my top salespeople and I'm gonna say, hey, how would you like to moderate an event in Irvine, California? He's like, I'm there. And then the head of the association called me and he said, hey, I hear you're trying to have someone else moderate that panel. I said, yeah, he's gonna be amazing. No, he said no to me. No one says no to me. Everyone just says yes to me. So at that moment, I'm like, hmm, well, I guess I'm going to California. And I got on my plane and I moderated that panel and everything changed. At that moment, I had a line of women that stood there and said, Laura, I've never seen a mortgage executive woman on a stage. I now think maybe I have an opportunity someday to be in an executive role in a male dominated business. And I decided I needed to share my voice and a ripple happened. I started getting interview requests and articles and more speaking requests. And I realized that the more I said yes, the bigger the things got. I started testing it and I started a blog, my website, laurabrandeo.com. It's been recorded since July of 19 that every single day I say yes to something. Now, some things are big things. Some things are small things like putting my phone away at a family event where I don't look at it. Maybe it's a walk in the park with my husband as we sit under a willow tree and have a conversation. Maybe it's spending time with my parents or my kids. And some things are speaking on stages and doing, doing, being on shows and things like that. But I realized that when I stopped being afraid, when I stopped worrying about what other people were judging me or having opinion, and I opened myself up to living every single day to the fullest, my whole entire life changed. And that is where my book came from. I also decided it was time for me to be an author. And so I challenged myself at all times to continue to do new things that something, now here's the whole key to it, Terry. Saying yes, you do not go into it thinking something will happen. Every single time you say yes to something, you're saying yes to the experience, to being present, to have no preconceived notions or expectations because the reason why we don't continue to do things is because Maybe we do something and then something monumental doesn't happen after. And then we say, see, see, 
I tried it and Oprah didn't call me. <laughs> you know, I wasn't on the Channel 4 News yet tomorrow. So now I give up. No, that's not why you're saying yes. You're saying yes to being open to the new experience, to fulfilling a wonderful day on earth that you were received as a gift. That's why you say yes. And it also does not mean saying yes to everything. Don't don't get me wrong. That, I'm not telling you to overcommit to things. What I'm saying yes to is saying yes to living today to the fullest. And that's where Say Yes Every Day came from. Beautiful. Yes. And I love that you clarified not yes to everything because I did that for a little while. And no, don't do like, that. <laughs> then I was like, ah, and then oh. I realized, okay, yes, no. there's, there's those things that are going to bring more, more of that joy, more of that tranquility, more of uh, connection. Correct. Uh, yes. Beautiful. A lot of it is that. A lot of it is the connection because we guard ourselves. We guard ourselves sometimes because we are afraid of how people will perceive us or we will um, be afraid of maybe I won't be successful at something. So we put up these guards. But again, just doing it, just putting yourself into those situations, you won. You already won. And it's also having a growth mindset. You know, I'm doing, I'm actually preparing for a webinar right now on fixed versus growth mindset. Do you know, this blew my mind in my research. Do you know how many people in the world actually have a true growth mindset? Take a, take a guess of the number of percentage. Like 5%? Yeah, it's actually only 10. You're, you're on the right, you're on the right track. You're on the right track. I was actually shocked by that because here, like I'm thinking I have a growth mindset. I actually don't by true definition, because a growth mindset means that we continually put ourselves into situations and believe that if we put energy and focus on something, we can learn and we can do that task, where at times I think we all find ourselves second guessing ourselves. We all find ourselves saying, well, I can't do it as well as that person. But the whole trick to that is yet. You can't do it as well as that person yet. And there is a wonderful book um, called Mindset that ties into that, that, right, maybe that other person has been doing that particular thing for 20 years. So of course, you're not going to be at that level yet. But we all can do that if it's something we want to continue to do and get better at. Yes. Beautiful. I just had that conversation with my 14 year old. She's, she's playing lacrosse and for high school, her freshman year. And we were talking about it and we watched a college game. It was Duke versus Virginia. And it oh these girls were amazing. And I said, um, I, I, so I said to her, well, you know, they all started out, you know, in third grade holding that stick for the first time and couldn't catch it and didn't know what they were doing. And, and it was just a matter of, you just, keep working at it until you get there because they they got there by working and practicing and yeah 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting. On, on my podcast, I actually had Frank Garza. And Frank Garza is the father of Luca Garza, that is a senior at Iowa for basketball. Right. And he's the number one player. And it's interesting that when I was interviewing him, we spoke about this and we said, do you believe it's talent or do you believe it's, you know, honing in on your craft? And he said, well, it starts with having a little bit of talent, but then it's practice, 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 mindset, practice, practice. So although that person looks like, oh, my goodness, it's so most amazing. He must have been born with that talent. That's not the full component of it. It takes all of that time and energy and focus and practice. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think I heard once Michael Jordan would shoot a thousand free throws a day. I mean, so it wasn't mm-hmm. that's just of course. That he had this natural talent. He was out there doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And believed in himself. That, yeah. no, that Well, it goes in mindset, mindset <laughs> plus, plus the focus and energy right. and work. That's right. right. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So anything else that you would like to touch upon that we haven't had an opportunity to talk about? No, I mean, listen, I think number one, the only person that can limit us is ourselves. And the only person that can truly feed what we believe in our mind is ourselves. So take the time to create that great morning routine, continue to feed yourself with positivity because If you're in the right mindset, you can absolutely accomplish anything. And we have to continue to build that muscle because it's it's easy to slip into the negative side. It's very simple to only focus on what's going wrong because that's where our brains automatically go. It's a it's a protective state right? Our minds are trying to protect us to keep us safe. So we have to understand that we have to invest in ourselves, keep ourselves in the right frame of mind, and then everything else will work out. Yes. Beautiful. All right. So how do people get a hold of you? Where can they find you? Well, I am very active on social media, so please feel free to connect to me on social, which is Laura Brandeo, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Also, my website is laurabrandeo.com. And listen, I love to hear from other people. I love to hear your stories. I love to hear how we can support each other. So happy to connect with anyone. Wonderful. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for, for being here, for joining me, sharing your brilliant, beautiful insights. Um, yeah, and the work you're doing to, to shine that light of hope in the world. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was truly a pleasure, Terry. Awesome. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And as Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.